Hello and welcome to Audible Clutter. Hi, this is Gail. Uh, this is Michelle. It's been a month since we've done this, almost exactly. Yeah, because we've, well, quarantine life has been very hectic. Yes. Uh, we, we've been doing a daily quarantine theater video. For... Yeah, we appreciate those of you who have given, sent us videos to give us a break for a day. Yeah. While we love doing them, it's also nice to see what other people do. Yes, it would be great if more people would send us videos that we could <laughs> post. Because, yeah, doing it every day is a lot. But, yeah, we've got that. and. But it's also important. I mean, people need distractions. Yes, and we need distractions. And we need distractions. We need some kind of structure so mm-hmm. and that's, theater was a really good idea we're on day 51 <laughs> yeah so we started quarantining before it was cool yep a whole week before it was cool well that's because there was actually someone at Gail's office who might have been exposed yeah so so yeah there you have it that's our life that's <laughs> been our life for the past month work and quarantine yeah, well, we have a. I'm in two Dungeons and Dragons groups. There's my regular Dungeons and Dragons group, which I DM for, and my family actually got together a group text, and then I said we should play D and D because uh, DMing it's nice when it's nice to be a player, so you get some. I needed some DMing hints. I'm not mm-hmm. the world's best DM, so my sister is. Well, she did a squirrel in a funny voice, so I decided we're going. My group is going into this thing called Baldur's Just playing this thing called Baldur's Gate, which involves going down to the first level of hell. So I think I've decided I'm going to give all the devil Scottish accents. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. Well. And I found a tweet that someone said that they love the the English accent or the accents that do poodle instead of cuddle or and it's just the double mm. o instead of the u so i'm thinking maybe i'll just simplify and do that yeah that would probably work pretty well yeah because i noticed that when we were doing arsenic and old lace the one thing mm. that i found for the german accent because i one of the characters einstein had a german accent and um the actor and i the, um, who was playing it she was struggling with the accent for a bit because it's difficult to just come up with an accent. Mm-hmm. And so I actually did find something that's told you which vowels to flatten and mm-hmm. which consonants. And it's that, that kind of very specific information is very helpful. Mm-hmm. But mostly we just tried to keep it the way it was written in the script because I don't like to add to accents. Yes. You know, if, if an author wants to put an accent in, write it in the script, and then I'll do it. If Shakespeare can do it, everybody else can too. Yeah. But we've also been enjoying the free content. Yeah, there's been a, there are so many live stream things out there right now. And we've been watching some of the Met operas. I mm-hmm. like the comedies, not the tragedies. The Falstaff opera was really fun. It was, yeah. It was kind of glorious. Yeah, it was glorious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because it's basically, it's the, plot of, it's the plot of Mary Wives of Windsor. Yeah. But they call it Falstaff anyway. Mm. And, but... There are the three women who are plotting against him, and yep. it was fun. It was fun. They actually had a Falstaff ends up with stag horns on his head at the end, which is basically once again your massive cuckolding joke. Yes, anything with stag horns. But they actually had a bunch of they put them on a deer stalker, which was funny. Mm. And then all of the incident. There's so many incidental people in opera. I mean, oh yeah, it's amazing. Each of them had a deer stalker with horns on it, mm. and I thought. 
customers are very, very clever. Mm-hmm. And then there was Rossini's Le Comte Dory. Yes, that was That was fun. really good. That was fun. That was really good. The, the woman who played the trouser role is amazing. Yeah. yeah, she was in a couple of other things. Yeah, she was in the Cinderella. The, yeah. uh, Janet something? Um, I forget which Cinderella it was. It was a... I don't remember. Anyway. It was in, one, it it, was in Italian. Yeah. Because they swapped out the fairy godmother for an angel and swapped out this evil stepmom for a really egotistical stepdad. Yeah. La Centerella or something. Something Cinder. like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but she was really good. Joyce something or other. Hmm. I will look it up and get back to you after the break. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been watching. We watched things from the Met, and we've watched a couple of things from the National Theater. Yeah. Yeah, um, we watched their Twelfth Night, and that was... It had moments. It did have moments, yeah. And the music Viola was, was amazing. Yeah. And um, Viola was amazing. Uh, their Feste was really good. Yeah, she Their was. Feste had a very nice grasp on the character. Mm-hmm. And they said it in, like... It seemed like some kind of a weird 60s-influenced 80s. Yeah, which actually worked for costuming. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they did the Toby scenes like his throwaways. They didn't. Yeah. They just made him a funny drunk without actually paying that much attention to lines, and that's such a shame because Toby has such clever lines. Mm-hmm. So I do not support just playing drunk, stupid, funny when Shakespeare has given you wonderful lines. And as a director, and the actors who have played Toby for me will tell you this: that we struggled. We we took very good care about how much speech should be slurred and how mm-hmm. how what the pace should be so you did not lose the actual wit in the lines. Yeah, because Toby has so much wit. Yeah, and to just make him a drunken, bumbling fool is a shame because yeah. those lines are really fun. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have a good fest day, <clears throat> which they did. Their Andrew was terrible. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem to get it. No, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't Andrew, get that he wasn't supposed to get it. Yeah, he didn't get that he wasn't supposed to get the jokes. Andrew's supposed to be, like, naive yes. to the point of buffoonery. And he was just buffoon. His eyebrow kept giving him away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was kind of sad. Because yeah. those, the Toby-Andrew um, comic nexus is really one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's very, very delicate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like it's buffoonery, but... The best comedy is actually, you have to take it very seriously, and, and as, as crazy slapdash as it looks, the, 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 the work the actors put in to get it there, you have to take it you know step by step by step and be very cautious mm-hmm. when you're doing something that slapdash and adding drunk to it, because it so easily just becomes a blur of ha ha ha, when it should be really, really much funnier, pointed, witty humor. Yes. As opposed to just pratfalls and uh, drunk guy grab his crotch. Uh. Yeah. It's a, that's a waste of Sir Toby, honestly. Mm-hmm. But the viola was excellent. Yeah. But then the entire thing turned into the tragedy of Malvolio. Yeah. And just completely all the comedy stopped right there. Yeah. The actress playing Malvolio seemed to have some issues because I was watching part of an interview with her, but... She, they turned Malvolio into Malvolia, a female, 
a woman partly because um, I guess the actress was not comfortable playing a male and then it turns out they interviewed they showed an interview with her where she was talking about how everyone would mistake her for a man and their hands were huge and it just seems a shame to and she was gesturing with her hands a lot initially there was a really funny bit when Viola first showed up where it was actually funny and she was using her hands in very specific ways and repeating it because part of how comedy works is repetition but then she did not carry that through the whole play. Yeah, she only if you're did going that for to do it one seat. If you're going to do it, you have to be consistent, mm-hmm. like super fucking consistent. Um, and 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 then and that's the you have to repeat it enough, and then it's funny. So that's three times minimum. But then mm-hmm. you can't have it repeat. But you just can't kind of randomly stop either. Right. I mean, because it's, it's, yeah, so that was a bit weird because she was very gesture heavy at the beginning and then that kind of went away. Mm-hmm. The set yeah. was, and the set changes were too slow. And I, and I say this as a person who the first several sets I did were too big and too, there was too much in them and it just really slowed down the play. And they had a spinning set that turned into a double staircase and also turned into the prow of a ship as well as opened up into all these different rooms and streetscapes. And so you would have this huge pause where the set would spin and there was no curtain. And they, they took an intermission, but there was just these huge pauses where the set would spin. And I've been in that position and it really slows down the pace of the play. Yeah. And so it was like three, two hours and 42 it, minutes. And it, it should was, not have which been Which is way over, too long for 12th night. It shouldn't have been more than two hours and 10 Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because you don't want the audience. It messes with your flow. It does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the set seemed really, really cool at first, but, but then by after the time... by the like the third set set change, it's like, oh. And I was actually again. And I was actually sitting here in Act Five thinking, oh, they're gonna do that again. They're turning it again. That's why this takes so long. Yeah, that's why it's two hours and 45 Because, yeah. I mean, it was a very abstract set, which is great. But if you're going to have a very abstract set, why add in, you know, 15 minutes worth of changes? Of changing it. Just yeah. to show you can rotate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we weren't that thrilled with the 12th night. No. But the operas have been fun. Although there were a couple um, that I didn't watch, either watch all the way through. I, I kept thinking they're Rosen Cavalier because I was always fascinated by trouser rolls and everyone said they're Rosen Cavalier and it's based it was based on Mozart right and I thought this will be fun yeah everybody keeps saying it was based on Mozart but then it's I forget who it was it was very Strauss it was Strauss, Strauss. it yes. was very grim and German and the first it was scene so German <laughs> was very the the, 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 the the trouser the woman in the trouser roll was definitely doing teenager in love we just had sex for the first time pretty much slouching around the stage and it was mm-hmm. very raw in that respect mm-hmm. but and then it was also just infidelity and all this and it just mm-hmm. was very serious and it was La Comptoire is now my favorite trouser roll and I think Falstaff is my favorite of them that I've seen because mm-hmm. it was just so glorious and there was a lot of women in there and even incidental women. I mean, it seems mm-hmm. like an opera. It, I, uh, we were watching something. Maybe it was the Strauss. The, la- the last one we watched, they just had extra men. The and Cinderella. Seemed, yeah, the Cinderella. They just had it. Well, Cinderella took so many good parts for women and changed them to men, too. Yeah. You had Cinderella and the two stepsisters, and the rest of the parts were men. 
which bites because the stepmom is one of the best parts and the fairy godmother Mm -hmm. so yeah Cinderella watch actual Cinderella actual Cinderella is quite gripping the Disney movie Um, Hmm. surprisingly so I had to leave I was like to the carriage chase and Flash and I were watching it back in the day and I had to stop to go pick up Gallant Work and I'm like no I have to know how it ends (laughs) and then I came back and it was surprisingly gripping where oh rant so it seems like opera in ballet you get the impression that there's extra ballerinas and it's women and it seems Mm -hmm. like opera is the flip side of that with the extra men yeah that's true it does seem like yeah that's the thought I had watching all Mm. those extra unnecessary waiters and Mm -hmm. men and stuff in Cinderella okay we're gonna go look up some opera names and we'll be back in a bit okay and we have Joyce DiDonato who is my current favorite opera singer. In La Centenalora. Which was Rossini's take on Cinderella. Yes. So you're up to date. And today, or alternately tomorrow morning, they're doing Rene Fleming in La Noza de Figaro, which is Mozart's... Marriage of Figaro. So yeah, I'm going to be watching opera with breakfast, baby. Woohoo. Because I haven't heard a Mozart opera yet. I would really love to hear the magic flute. Because I've actually read a really good play adaptation of a fun play adaptation of The Magic Flute, and I've never heard the opera, so. We heard part of it when we went, when we went to the Baltimore Symphony. Oh, yeah, that's right. We saw a stage. Yeah, a stage, stage version. version. of It wasn't the actual opera. Opera, but, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, something a, it's, a, it's a hoot of a story. I mean, it's a very fantasy story. Oh, yeah. But it's it's fun. Broadly comic. I like broadly comic. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see Mozart's take on La Noze de Figaro. Yes. So that's the breakfast plan. <laughs> Opera uh, with breakfast, baby. Yes. And and Dutch sits in front of the TV. <laughs> yes, so we can't read the subtitles, which uh, is fun. Uh, Whenever there are subtitles, it seems Duff sits in front of the front TV. Of the TV, yes. Speaking of subtitles, we have been having an anime night once a week. Mm-hmm. Actually, most of the time we don't watch subtitles with that though we watch the dub versions because we were also doing a discord chat with the rest of our anime night group since they're not here so and we've just all collectively decided that it's too much to try to read read subtitles and also keep up with a text chat yes yeah this is because we're going to try out the netflix and party thing and the first time the Netflix and party browser didn't work, so we just switched over to Discord, which is easier, I think, mm-hmm. because then you don't you can watch the Netflix on the TV and chat on your phone. <laughs> yes, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, it is. And yeah, we were lucky we got in one in-person anime night before quarantine happened, so yeah, we actually have a group of people, and it's fun. Yeah, we've been watching, we watched some grim movies, but they were really good. They were very, very good, and yes, very lots very of, grim. They, we had like three weeks in a row of movies that made me cry, <laughs> and I just said, oh no, please, not another one, because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our corner of the world? Our corner... This corner, this of, the corner world. of the world. It was oh, beautiful. It's beautiful, but but it's about Hiroshima. Yeah, it's about a woman who grew up in Hiroshima, and moved away 
during World War Two yeah. to get married and and so her life is kind of <clears throat> adjunct to the adjacent to the war. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's a very subtle mm-hmm. way of storytelling, and the art is gorgeous. But mm-hmm. you just like we were all watching the screen as they counted down the dates, and we're like. When did the bomb? When was the bomb? What was dropped? the date? Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, "Gonna go back to Hiroshima," and pretty much everybody acknowledged. No. We all went and screamed no at our respective TV screens, but um, yeah, it was definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. And then we took a break to watch um, cells at work. Cells at work. We decided to take a break and watch a series on Netflix. And cells at work is actually fun. So fun. Yeah. It's so cute. The little was it the platelets? The platelets. It was so cute. Yeah. You should explain about Cells at Work. Okay, well, Cells at Work is basically all of the cells in your body are their own little anime characters. And there's like a red blood cell that looks kind up. Kind of your guide. To... It is, yeah, it's kind of your, the, the person who needs to be guided through things and meets a white blood cell who is there to protect everyone and then there are all these little children platelets wandering running around doing all the work doing so much work <laughs> all the time and they're the ones who are like no you can't come down this bloodstream this is under construction right now and <laughs> it's very fun and then the germs for various illnesses or accidents happen like one yeah. of if the first one is like pneumonia kind of and the 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 next one is a scrape and it's interesting to see the different processes (laughs) and how all the the cells react to there's a scrape oh my god everybody's falling out Ah (laughs) the big hole that people fell out of it Mm -hmm. and it was just like a scrape of the epidermis but it just gives you the idea of the scale of all the busyness that happens and the the sneeze missiles were fun one of the (laughs) During the allergies one. Yeah, what was it? The the pine the cedar allergy? Yes, the cedar the cedar there, pollen. There there's cedar pollen. We have to get rid of this right now. <laughs> it all has to go. What's going on? This can't be here. Yeah, it was very and the sneeze missiles were going off and on, again and again and again. <laughs> so that was great fun. Mm-hmm. We highly recommend it. Yes. We need to watch a few more episodes. We do. And there was a... I think we talked about the Castle of Caglione Castiglione, right? yeah. And we want to watch a few more of those Lupin episodes. And mm-hmm. I've been watching Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin, mm-hmm. which is about these three high school girls who were in an anime club, basically, and actually doing their own films, and it just really makes me want to animate again. And so I need to, at some point, invest in an iPad Pro so I can put Procreate on and some animation <laughs> software because I miss animating. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take some scenes from Shakespeare and animate. So, yeah, we've been having a lot of fun actually watching animation and anime. Yes. Although it sucks that, uh, hey, Netflix USA, put the, stream the Miyazaki movies, please. Yes, thank please, you. please. Because they're streaming it nearly everywhere else in the world. It's, on ev- it's like everywhere except the U.S. and Japan, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Something like that. You can get Miyazaki yeah. films on Netflix. Everywhere but here. Yeah, because we kind of want to watch them. Like yeah. Hell's Moving Castle. Because Gail's never seen Hell's Moving Castle, and I talk about it all the time. Yeah, you do. And I like to see The Wind Also Rises, which is... That's that's like his last one, and it's about the, the pilot, uh, the guy who designed air, a guy who designed airplanes. And hmm. There's just a bunch of... I'm just curious about the historical stuff, because Bo used to talk so much about World War II oh, yeah, Japanese true. stuff. 
<clears throat> um, but there's a lot of other. I saw Princess Monoke a long time ago with Bo. Um, my neighbor Totoro, I've never <laughs> seen, and people talk about that one a lot. And <laughs> you've never seen. I've never seen any of those. Yeah, it's really something we have to work on. What's your favorite Miyazaki movie, loyal listener? Hmm. Do you have one? Do you like anime? I also wanted to be able to watch Akira because I remember watching Akira with my brothers a long time ago. We had one long weekend where Gail's cousin, who was hiking the Appalachian Trail, came with her friends who she hadn't told she was a doctor because apparently you don't tell people you're a doctor if you're hiking the Appalachian Trail. Mm -hmm. And so they stopped and we just basically gave them our bedrooms and fed them pots, a huge pot of spaghetti and gave them our shower while we, mm-hmm. me and Gail and my brothers, hung out in the living room for a night. And then I think you had to go to work and we watched Akira. Because you were working nights then. Yeah. 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 And there's going to be, a, I think there's going to be a live action Akira sometime. Hmm. But that's very much about the war. I got new Japanese photography books. Hmm. I, got, I got some cool ones. There's one called Ravens and Red Lipstick. That's pretty much a Japanese photography from 1945 on, and I've been discovering um, Akira. I forget what his first name is. Nobayashi Akira. <laughs> and he and his wife Yoko. Um, <laughs> I think Gil's getting me a book about them for my birthday, but he like took these nude photos of his wife on his honeymoon and stuff, and now he's known for taking like what looked like bondage photos, but he's actually... Um, started out with taking really intimate photos of his wife and their relationship and it's just a lot deeper and, and there was an actual book I, I the reason it drew my attention was it was an interview with him and they asked him about a book his wife read and he was saying that he hadn't read the text yet but somebody told him that she wrote in it that they were you know in bed and he went and the, the sex was weird because he went his hand moved like he was reaching for his camera and his wife always thought that he cared about the camera more than her and it's just very interesting because I've been thinking about writing something about muses and things like that and so I'm kind of researching that in a segue (laughs) sort of so that's what I'm doing and Gail is working bringing people news Mm -hmm. which is there's so much news yeah, so much news and so, so much of it is so grim and there are so many stupid, stupid people out there. Yeah. Hmm. So stay home. Stay safe. If you have to go out, please, please wear a mask. Yeah. Because it's not about you. No. I mean, this is not about you. This is about the people you are inadvertently effect- infecting. Mm-hmm. If you don't. I mean, it's impressive in New Zealand. They had no actual cases like a couple days ago. They were down Mm -hmm. to zero. In South Korea, too. Yeah, because they... Well, New Zealand is really impressive. They just basically shut down the country for five weeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a small island nation, but it was definitely strong leadership. And, no, you know, everyone went along and they took care Mm -hmm. of people. And, I mean, our government is putting us in an off... Putting people in an awful position where... We haven't effectively shut down the country. People are still expected to pay rent, and yet they cannot go to work in most places, and the government is just... The Congress went on recess. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Yang's out there talking about universal basic income, and there are so many people who 
the the lines you keep seeing at the food bank. I mean, we just donated money to food banks because there are families that don't have food. Yeah, our, our local food bank has set up and had to set up a new site to give people food because, well, for one thing, their normal site is downtown. You have to like park and go inside somewhere, but they set up this new place and there was a line that was like hundreds of cars long. It took hours for people to get through the line to get a box of food. Wow. Yeah, so the GOP is failing. Trump is lying. If you vote Republican in this November's election, just never talk to me again, honestly, because Donald Trump is murdering Americans with lies and incompetence, and Mm -hmm. it's appalling. If you have any money to spare, give some to food banks. Check in on the people. Just even say hi to some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you're having trouble, reach out to someone. Yeah, there are places that will help. There are so many people who are helping. I mean, the Americans are proving that so many of them actually care. And I think it's a shock for people who forgot that politics actually has an impact on your personal life mm-hmm. and that you know it's your neighbors it's not some lib or some dem it could be the person next door with three kids who suddenly don't have food because they're a waitress and mm-hmm. i mean you don't know we just yeah. need to take care of each other first so wear a mask stay home if you can and take care of each other and take care of yourself because Everybody's valuable, and we need to get back to the point where we're not so divided and we can take care of each other. Because we're the richest fucking country in the world, and it's a damn shame that billionaires are just skimming off most of that money and people are dying. Mm-hmm. Grocery store workers are dying because people have to eat. And so they're in there, and Jeff Bezos is in his compound. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not the person who deserves the money. So think about that when you vote. And vote. Yes. And if you're in Pennsylvania or someplace that has a mail-in ballot, get a mail-in ballot. And do it now because they are being inundated and just flooded with people who want these ballots. So there's there's less than a month before the primary. There's like two more weeks to apply for a mail-in ballot so if you're getting one do it now and in pennsylvania get it and then make sure it gets to the county board of the board of elections by the election day it cannot be postmarked that day in pennsylvania it has to be on the premises on election day at five o'clock on election day that's june 2nd yeah so Make sure that you not only apply, but you get it there in time. Right. All right. So take care. Um, thanks for listening. Um, and we will be back next week. I think we're going to go back to weekly. Yes, let's no. go back to weekly. Yeah. All right. We love you. Take care. Bye. Bye. And now, Michelle. Oh, yes. Here we go.